This is Who's at the Door, book one in the Things That Go Bumpin' in I trilogy by J.C. Bratton, performed by Floor 5 Theatre Company, produced by Floor 5 Theatre Company and Blue Milk Publishing. To learn more about this project or to download the ebooks, please visit www.bluemilk.co. Previously on Who's at the Door. Mary was deep in thought when she saw her again. The woman from a few days ago, wandering about the cemetery about a hundred yards away. She was a woman, most likely in her late thirties, with very long dark hair and a pale complexion. She was wearing a white gown, something you might wear to bed. She stopped and stared at Mary. Hello? Mary asked. Can I help you? The woman began to place her hand on her stomach and bent over. She seemed to be in pain. Mary ran over to her to see if she could help. I decided that maybe we could try Ross Montgomery again, so we headed back to Primrose Drive. With all the excitement, I never noticed the old cemetery down the road. Out of the corner of my eye, I could have sworn I saw a dark-haired woman in white wandering past the graves. Hey, Mark, let's stop here, I urged. Why do you want to visit this place? Mark asked. I saw something, I claimed. We parked along the street and headed into the cemetery. We saw old gravestones dating back to the Civil War. There were newer sections as well. People were still laid to rest here. As we were walking, I saw her, the woman in white. Mark, look, there she is. I pointed over to the woman. Hello? Mark asked the woman. The woman did not reply back. In fact, she just ignored us and continued to walk away. We headed over to where we found her, but we stopped abruptly to find a summer head on the ground, jarred next to some bushes and a headstone. Grace Montgomery, loving wife and mother. I gasped, Mary. Before I could say anything else, Mark's phone began to ring. It was Sheriff King. Kids, you'd better head back down to the station. Sheriff King said. I have an important update. I think y'all need to hear. It's best done in person. We headed back to the sheriff's station to be greeted immediately by Sheriff King. He took us back to his office and shut the door behind him. Well, I have some big news. Mary may still be alive. Sheriff King exclaimed. 
Seems the body was not of Mary, but another girl who'd been missing, a runaway. Mark and I looked at each other in shock and wonder. And that's not everything. Sheriff King added. I visited the Reese's home. The girls told me about the incident. Jamie, the mirror in Beth's room. That was in your family? What do you know about it? I was taken aback by the line of questioning, but I answered the best I could. Well, it came from my dad's family, I explained. They have lived in the area for generations. There was a rumor that my great-great-grandmother was a heretic. Well, I can confirm that your great-great-grandmother, Margaret, was not a heretic. Sheriff King said in a serious tone. Were you aware that she's not your great-great-grandfather's first wife? I looked up at Sheriff King, puzzled. That's news to me, I said curiously. Sheriff King continued. Well, there's a very bizarre story regarding the mirror and your ancestors. It's a bit tough to hear, but with everything that's going on, I think you need to learn the whole story. I uncovered these details from an old investigation that happened in this very county back in the early 1900s. Your great-great-grandfather, Elias Patterson, age 25, came to Edenville, Ohio with no money but big ambitions as an inventor. He had befriended an older woman named Rosa Hunter, age 45, and they were very quickly after only one month of meeting. Rosa was widowed and gained a bit of wealth through her late husband. She had a daughter. Her name was Mary, age 13. Mark and I looked at each other in wonder as Sheriff King continued. Rosa was very jealous of young Mary. She could see that Mary was growing into a very beautiful young woman. Not only did she have outer beauty, but she also had a strong will and was very caring. When Elias seemed to gravitate towards Mary, Rosa felt threatened and locked Mary in the attic for hours. There was a large mirror in the attic, and Mary would find herself trapped. She would beg her mother to let her out, but Rosa would keep Mary in the attic for hours up until when Elias would arrive home. Rosa threatened Mary to never tell Elias what happened, or there would be severe consequences. Oh my God! Mark interrupted. This is terrible. Did Rosa ever get reported to the authorities? She got what's coming to her. Sheriff King added with a smirk. One fateful day, Mary encountered Hanako-san. I don't know if you kids have noticed, but I have a book about this urban legend in my collection. Hanako-san is the Japanese legend of a little girl who haunts bathrooms. Seems Mary claimed, however, that Hanako's son appeared in the attic mirror. There's this thought that the legend went beyond just haunting bathrooms. The spirit would torment young women in pain via any type of mirror. Elias would be working on his inventions very late at night in the outdoor shed that he'd turn into a workshop. Mary and Rosa got into a final argument. Why so late at night? No one knows. It was so bad that it was heard by several neighbors. Rosa chased Mary up into the attic. Elias heard the commotion and ran upstairs to stop it. 
Two concerned neighbors also joined Elias. When they got up to the attic, Rosa was there all alone. Mary had vanished. The time was 3.33 a.m. Rosa pleaded to investigators that something came out of the mirror into the attic and grabbed Mary. No one believed her. There was enough town speculation that Rosa had been abusing Mary. Rosa and Elias divorced shortly after the disappearance of Mary. Mary Hunter's disappearance is one of our most infamous cold cases. From our records, Rosa was shamed and left town. She ended up passing away from a mysterious illness a few years later while living up in Vermont. Elias moved to Columbus and met your blood great-great-grandmother, Jamie. You probably never learned about the Mary Hunter case, as Elias and Rosa's marriage records were destroyed in the Edenvale City Hall fire of 1906. Mark and I were left speechless. I had chills running down my spine. I started rubbing my arms as I was feeling very cold. I told you all this was a lot to absorb, Sheriff King said, concerned. Kids, I know you claim that there were videos of Mary Montgomery. The camera you have at your home, Jamie? I had one of my deputies stop by your house and he looked at the model installed. It contains a mirror to help provide a wider view of your porch. I know this sounds crazy, and they call me the redneck fox molder around here. So, so I'll just say it. I think Mary Montgomery was taken by Hanako-san. Or, as you kids call her, Bloody Mary. <laughs> <laughs>